Hey everyone, it's Troy Sage here, your host of Real Estate Talk. And on this episode, we're going to go deep and we're going to pull the curtain back on the myth that it takes 20% down to purchase a home. Did you know that you don't need 20% down? How cool is that? We're also going to talk about current interest rates, where they were 30 to 60 days ago, and where we expect the rates to go within the next three to nine months. Very important information if you're thinking, thinking about buying or selling a home. And lastly, we're going to dig really, really deep on the 2-1 buy-down program, a great program for buyers and for sellers. For buyers, it brings their interest rate down to full percent when they purchase a home. So if you want information on this and you're as excited as I am, I can hardly even talk. I'm so excited about the information that you're going to hear and watch on YouTube, then stay with us and check it out. So, Chris, how you doing, brother? Everything good? It's been a great week. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, cool, man. Uh, so uh, we're in, in December. We're rapidly approaching Christmas and the end of the year. And yes. a lot, a lot is going on. So let's talk uh, Talk to us about interest rates. And, and let's just let's see what we can educate uh, our listeners and our viewers to right now. Man, believe it or not, interest rates are down basically a full percentage point, right? Um, about, about a month, let's see. So we're, we're pushing mid December. So yeah, a month ago, I mean, interest rates peaked at their highest levels, seven and a half, you know, almost seven, seven. Right. And we're down, thankfully enough, we are down. You can, you can get rates as low as, um, probably 6.3%, uh, up to about 6.6%. It's kind of the range that, that we're seeing. And ultimately, you can still get lower, right? If if, if you want to look at at additional um, additional points, you can always get lower than that that six point three. Sometimes it does or, or doesn't make sense, and then sometimes you can you can get a little bit higher if you want to you know build in some kind of a lender credit or something like that. But man, in general, six three to six six, which is a percent lower than it was you know a month ago. So thankfully, that's um, that's moving in the right direction. Um, November tenth, the the CPI report came came out that we've been talking about, and thankfully that was enough to start to, to taper off uh, inflation, which is is really the driver, uh, and has been you know hot and heavy for the last you know the last uh, year. It, uh, inflation reached four year highs, and that's what we saw push you know mortgage rates up to their their highest levels that we've seen in, in a long time. Um, but man, we are past that thankfully, um, and and it looks like we're going to start to see rates you know, creep down, it's not going to be, it's not gonna be overnight. And it won't be in a straight line, right? It's going to be a kind of a gradual decrease. But man, yeah, everything that we're, we're seeing, we're, you know, rates are, are going to be pushing down probably the, the low fives in the next 6, 12, 18 month range. Um, so that's, it's a, that's a great day, for sure. Hey, what a difference a month makes. I know that, um, you know, when we were uh, in the spring, when it was going crazy, in the spring of 2022, things were going crazy and buyers were spending way above what I call, they were overpaying for homes, way above appraised value. In just a short period of time, that started to slow down. And then it came to almost a screeching halt. Uh, it, I mean, it didn't stop, but purchases slowed down over 40%. And when interest rates spiked like they did, and now to see in just literally less than a month, we had this, this spike and now it's coming down to be a little bit more comfortable. 
and projections are that it may come back down. And as we spoke in the last podcast um, and our last video was that I think, and, and I, I believe you think the same way, is that five to 6%, five and a half right in the middle is going to be kind of our norm here for the next 18 to 24 months, unless something radical happens. Absolutely. No, that's absolutely right. Yeah. The, the hope is that, you know, we have a, a big Fed meeting coming up uh, next week and, and none of that is a surprise, right? We know most likely the Fed's going to increase the federal funds rate by 50%. Um, they, it seems like they are tapering off on their, their attitude of, Hey, we're going to, we're going to, you know, hit, hit inflation hot and heavy. Um, and at this particular point with inflation already coming down, that could have a, you know, a negative effect. They can, and they have in the past, slow down the economy too much, right? And we, we've seen that time and time again. But yeah, hopefully um, they're, they're going to maintain their, their 50 basis point uh, increase, which, you know, it, that's not going to have a direct impact on mortgage rates. It does, in, uh, it does impact short-term debt, right? Credit cards, car loans, those kind of things, um, not necessarily mortgage rates. So as long as they, they stay on the path, um, you know, and, and into next year, we should have a, a, pretty, a pretty good little bounce back on, on rates. And that's great news for everyone. So <clears throat> one of the questions that uh, is posed to me uh, quite often, a matter of fact, this happened uh, today on a call with a, uh, a client I'm working with to buy a home, is, you know, <clears throat> Troy, I want to buy this home, but I don't have 20% down. Uh, Troy, I wanna, I'm thinking about buying this home, but I don't know how much down payment I need and how much money I need. And I think the big myth in, especially for first time home buyers, because their parents or grandparents were so locked into, you have to have 20% down, plus you're going to need money for closing costs, plus this and that. What is the reality in your, in, in your uh, down payments? I mean, you don't have to put 20% down. Am I correct at saying that? You are hundred percent correct. Yeah. There's, um, you know, now post, you know, the, the 2008, 2009 recession there, you know, there used to be hundreds of different programs. Right. Um, and now there's, there's four or five main programs, um, that are out there for, you know, for buyers essentially. So the, the one option that will still allow no money down, right. So essentially zero down is a USDA loan. Um, in North Texas, that's for kind of the surrounding rural areas, right? You're not going to be able to buy in town. Um, by by in town, I mean like, you know, Frisco, McKinney, Allen, Plano. You have to purchase a little bit further out. But as long as you, you meet the, the income requirements for USDA, you can purchase a home with zero down. Now, that doesn't mean zero out of pocket, right? You still have to um, have funds for, you know, things like your uh, inspection and earnest money, option money um, appraisal. Right. But, um, essentially from a down payment perspective, there's no, there's no down payment on USDA and that's a great first time home buyer program. So the next program that that's is well known is an FHA loan, right? So this is a, a first time home buyer program and not a first time home buyer program that's sponsored by, by FHA, the federal housing administration, uh, and requires as, as little as three and a half percent down. FHA does not have, it's not, it's not area specific. So you don't have to have, um, a maximum income or minimum income to qualify and you don't have to buy in a rural type area. So that's that a lot of our customers do FHA. And then another program that is not restrictive to area either is conventional, right? Conventional loans, you hear about conventional loans all the time, right? It's like the most common uh, program used for first time home buyers. Um, you can do as little as 3% down on a conventional loan. Um, if you've had a conventional loan in the past, 
um, and you're wanting to purchase another home. So say you, you bought a home a couple of years ago, you want to move up, right? But maybe you don't want to sell it or, or you are selling it, which, whichever way you want to go, um, then you can do 5% down on a conventional loan. So there's still all, you know, these really good options. Now, of course, the, one of my favorite loans that, that, uh, that we work on, we do a lot of is, is VA loans, right? For specifically for our veterans. And then that's hundred percent financing. So no down payment on, on VA loans as well. So those are the, those are like the, the main four programs that are out there um, with, with minimal down, right? So you don't, you don't need, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars um, and, and right now, right? So as the, the market has kind of settled down, if you go out and purchase, we have a client now that's looking out in, um, out in Sherman, right? So Sherman is a little bit north of the McKinney area. Um, it's starting to, it's starting to pick up. TI is moving a, a building out there. There's just a lot going on in Sherman. Um, it's, it's eligible for USDA, so zero down. And then this specific home that he's looking at has been on the market for you know over, uh, over 60 days. So the seller is going to contribute $8,000 towards clothing costs. So and on something like that, you're paying an appraisal and an inspection, right? So maybe uh, $1,500, $1,200, whatever that is. And, and you're getting into, you know, getting into your home. So there's no more, you know, having to have thousands of dollars to, uh, to purchase a home. Yeah, and that's, that's great news. And in today's market, what we're also finding is exactly what you said, is that you have sellers that have had their home on the market for a while, and they really need to sell. Now, there's sellers that have had their home on the market for 90 to 120 days, and they don't have to sell. They're not, they don't have the need. They'd like to sell, and they're not going to be excuse me, as negotiable. But there are still a large percentage of people that have their homes up for sale that need to sell. And we are finding a win-win situation for buyer and seller in today's market where a seller will help contribute, whether it's VA or not VA. Uh, I think one of the other misconceptions, uh, one of the things on a side note that I talk to VA buyers about a lot is, is talking to the buyer. They think, well, I'm, I'm going VA, so I have no money out of pocket. So I don't need to have, I don't have to pay closing costs. But see, those days have changed. It used to be that way. The seller paid the buyer's closing costs. And I have the same conversation with sellers. I've had sellers say, I don't want to look at a VA loan because I'm not paying the VA closing costs because selling is all about the money they're putting in their pocket and buying is the emotional attachment and getting their family somewhere. So I love, love, love uh, uh, veterans and VA loans. Uh, matter of fact, we, we've done a whole episode and, and maybe you and I will do another episode just on VA loans and how uh, active military especially can use their housing allowance. Uh, it's used as income to help them buy a home. I've helped uh, military guys, men and women both, buy homes all over the country with literally, literally no money out of their pocket besides like 1200 bucks, 1500 bucks for inspections and appraisal. And they've built generational wealth with it. They've bought other homes. Um, another topic we can totally talk about, but not having to have the big down payment is, is vital for buyers right now with prices where they're at. And another great tool that we talked about before, but I really want to dig into this today, the 2-1 buy-down program. I, I don't think that, according to the people I spoke, they don't completely understand it because they're stuck in the mindset, especially first-time buyers and talking to their parents or grandparents, they think it's an arm and it's not an right. arm. Right. So walk, walk us through this a little bit, brother. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think we'll be looking at a, 
looking at a little chart here that um, that'll give us a, a essentially a breakdown of three different uh, three different scenarios, and, and we've listed from um, from left to right. You'll see a a four and a half percent option, five and a half percent option, and a a six point five percent option. So the six and a half option is just a, a kind of a, a medium number that we used for for where rates are now. All right. So if you're purchasing a home at five hundred thousand, you're putting ten percent down. Uh, your principal and interest payment at the current uh, market rate would be uh, $2,844. So that's a 450 loan, 6.5% over a 30-year a 30-year uh, amortization or 30-year period. The way the 2-1 option, uh, the 2-1 buy-down option works is um, essentially the the seller would pay um, for you to have this benefit, right? So again, if you're you're looking to purchase a home, it's been on the market for a little while. Um, this is all part of the negotiation process, right? You're going to negotiate. Uh, for the seller to to essentially pay for this specific program versus, you know, a, there's conversations that, that you know, Troy, you and I have had and, and we have with other customers is like, well, why don't I just get, you know, 2% down on the interest rate? Well, everyone's situation is a little bit different, right? But at the end of the day, a 2%, you know, if you're going to pay two points, let's say, right, that's kind of a common um, word that's thrown around. I want to buy a point or buy a couple points. Um, two points, right? Which is essentially 2% of, of that loan amount. So $9,000 in this instance, right? Um, that is not going to take your rate from six and a half to four and a half, right? Traditionally, uh, one point will, will get you anywhere from a quarter to a half, depend, you know, just depending on what's going on in the, in the market. So at best, two points would take your six and a half percent rate down to maybe 6%, maybe a little bit lower, right? And again, that's a that's a permanent buy down. The environment that we're in now, where we, again, with almost, I say almost 100% certainty, we know rates in the next um, year to maybe year and a half are going to be in the in the 5% range. So it's one of those things of why would you, you put $9,000 towards a permanent buy down um, that we know you're, you know, potentially going to have to refinance out of, or not have to, right? But there's a benefit for you to be able to refinance at a five percent rate instead of a six percent rate in a year. So the the two one buy down specifically, what it's going to do, it's a temporary buy down. That that first year, it's buying your interest rate down by two percent. So just like it says, so you'd be going from a six and a half percent interest rate payment down to a four and a half percent. Uh, payment and and that difference, guys, is is almost that's almost six hundred dollars a month. So for the first year, you're going to be able to take advantage of a, a almost six hundred dollar a month um, decrease in your payment. Now the 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 idea is that within that year period, you would have um, or we would have been able to refinance. You're getting close to refinancing you out of that six and a half percent rate down to to where we think levels are going to be in the five percent range. Um, the the money essentially that's that's put into an escrow for the two and buy down would get basically subtracted from your uh, from your payoff and and then essentially for the refinance those costs that, that you would incur or you know may not incur on in a refinance would just get absorbed by the uh, by the difference of the of the two and buy down of funds that you have left over right because there's money that's put into an escrow account uh, for this specific program um, and that would would essentially come back towards your refinance and, and you know, pay for your refinance um, in a year, year and a half. So it's just, man, I can't, I can't say enough um, about this program where, um, you know, again, we have buyers that, that say, Hey, I, I don't have a problem qualifying at six and a half percent, but that payment, right. I'm just, I don't want to, I don't want to make that payment. 
well, this is a really good way. I mean, again, this is, we're talking about, you know, almost $600 a month here in saving um, that you can, that you could see. Purchase the home now, get some concessions. The seller is going to pay for the two one buy down and, and essentially pay for your refinance, right? In, in a year or so. Um, and you're getting, you're getting a home at list versus having to, or below list in some cases, right? Yeah. Um, versus having to offer, you know, five, 10, 15%. Like we saw this, you know, this past, um, you know, two years, essentially 21 and, and early part of 22, it's just a, you know, you're paying 15, 20% over list to, to even, you know, get your, get your offer looked at. Yeah. And you brought up, um, you said it a couple times, if you're saving $600 a month and the seller is willing to help you with this, what a gift that is. So in a nutshell, your first year, you're going to save on an average of $600 a month. And if at the end of the year, that rates drop down to four and a half, because now you're going to go to five and a half at your one year anniversary, it's going to go up one point or 1%. And you want to lock back in at even 5% or whatever the going rate is, there's money left over from the buy down program to essentially pay to refinance your home. So this is really a great vehicle to go listen. If you qualify at six and a half percent now, let's see if we can get a seller to help you. And if we can, again, it's it's going to be case by case from from seller to seller. If we can, that's fantastic. It's not like the seller's pulling the money out of their pocket, writing a check. It's coming from the proceeds of their home. Right. So a seller's going to have to say, hey, I'm going to take two percent less. Well, when you break it down to a seller, it's like you're taking two percent less than what you would do you want to wait for another offer that's that's how i explain it to a seller and if you've got a highly qualified buyer and a buyer that's ready to go and there's not a bunch of twists and turns in their contract it's it's a great um it's a great option for both parties what i like a lot about this program is it's win-win for both sides when it's the right situation so it's not for everyone meaning it's not for every seller but it's available for every buyer. Now, um, talk to me about this 2-1 buy down when I just said it's available for every buyer. Is it available for every loan type or is it only conventional? No, so it's it's both available for, so it's being pushed heavily on conventional, right? Um, but FHA and VA do have the option as well. So it's not available on USDA, um, but FHA and VA do have uh, a similar option as well. That is that makes this program even more amazing and more awesome. You know, you you spoke about um, USDA loans, and um, in all the years of selling real estate, I think I may have closed five USDA uh, 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 purchases in all the years of doing this. Um, I can tell you that it, it, I'm counting in my head. There's three of them that were out in the middle of nowhere like literally in the middle of nowhere. And there was, there was two of them that were close enough uh, to civilization per se that uh, it, it totally made sense. So um, I like all, all the programs and the beauty behind what's happening with, with lending, what's different than 2008 through 2011 during that, when the market truly did crash, the bubble did burst, is that the programs that are set up now for buyers are more ironclad. You're, they're not just giving money away like they did before. You have to qualify and the regulations are much tighter. Boy, I'm just looking at your chart over here on my, on my other monitor. I'm like, that totally 110% makes sense. You're saving 
$600 the first year, you're saving about, um, about $300 yep. second year. And then here's the other part. If buyers are concerned that interest rates are going to skyrocket, why wouldn't they use this program? Because let's say, let's play the other side of, of the coin. Let's say in 2025 in, or 20, end of 2024, that interest rates are averaging 9% they're locked in at six and a half. So yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I saw man, I saw this. Um, uh, I saw a clip of, of a guy just, you know, kind of an economic commentator in the area. And he's he, based on his on his YouTube video. He said mortgage rates are going to go to 10 percent. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't you know, I don't I don't see us getting there from here. But um, yeah, there's you know, there's a, a lot of you know, there's a lot of speculation out there that um, that rates may go up further. I feel like we have I feel like we've peaked, um, you know, especially with the inflation numbers that are, that are, um, that are now trending, you know, trending down. Um, I feel like, you know, we're interest rates are gonna be headed, headed down from this point versus, you know, versus up, but there's a lot of craziness going on in the world right now. So it, it you know, it could yeah. be anybody's, anybody's you know, guess at this point. You know what I love about this is that, um, there's agents and there's lenders and there's economists and, and people out there that are just screaming that the sky is falling and oh that God. the end of the world yeah. is coming. And hey, may, maybe it is coming, but we, yeah. we, we have today. But I love when, uh, especially on YouTube, um, you know, there's influencers out there that people follow in, in the droves. I mean, just people are following these guys and men and women both. And they say, listen, now is not a good time to buy. It's not a good time to buy. And then they come back out like a week later and say, interest rates are going to hit 10% and that's going to be the norm in the next six to nine months. And I started thinking to myself, are you guys really listening to what this person's saying? He's saying now is not a good time. What's going to happen if, if they do hit 10%? Because I've seen 10% in my career. I've seen higher than 10%. Well, if he's saying not to buy now at six and a half, what's he going to say at 10%? Never buy? I mean, right. And, and a lot of these guys are realtors and, and a lot of these guys are agents. And I know that they're, they're using some SEO to try to get ranking on YouTube and all that happy stuff. But the point is, if, if you're listening to us or you're watching us on, on YouTube, you've got to do your research and you've got to have solid numbers. And the most important thing that I tell every buyer and seller, and I know you tell buyers the same thing, is have a solid game plan. Don't take opinion as fact. Take fact as fact. If it's if it's on paper today, interest rates are around six and a half percent, dependent upon your credit and your past history. So if it's six and a half percent, that's way better. We're doing full circle on this, going back to what we started about, started talking about, way better than seven, seven and a half percent. So so cash in if you can cash in now. My big thing with with real estate is ownership is this magical thing, and I've talked to people at nauseum about the fact that you can build wealth and even generational wealth in real estate. It is a tangible product. It's not like Bitcoin. It's not like investing in the stock market. You can use it. You can decorate however you want. You can expand the property. I mean, there's literally thousands of people that have built generational wealth. And I'm probably being very, very careful with my numbers here. I don't want to say hundreds of thousands, but I know hundreds of people myself so I have to think there's thousands of people that have bought their first home and a year or two later, their family expanded and they decided to buy a second home. And instead of selling their first home, they turned that into a rental, which is mailbox money. And they bought their second home. And as you eloquently said, 
you know, hey, if you're conventional already on your loan, you can get another conventional loan and don't have to come up with 20% down. I love real estate and I, I know you love it as well. Uh, yeah, absolutely. This is, uh, I keep looking at this two on buy down and it's like anyone that's not taking advantage of this two on buy down right now, if the seller's willing to agree to it is absolutely being misinformed. Um, and, and the same thing goes with new construction. We, we spoke about this briefly, but when the builders, not all, but when the builders are offering a lower interest rate, most of the time, this is what their program is. They're not saying, hey, here's my money and I'll give it to you for less than what, what the going rate is. They're, they're using a two on buy down program. So I think this is- yeah, And that's the, that's the biggest, yeah, there's not a, um, I mean, there's, you know, if, if you're seeing something out there that, you know, a, my, the, the builder, the, the builder's lender is saying that they're going to give you three and a half percent or something like that. Um, when, when current rates are six and a half, there may be, you know, again, get all the information right at the end, at the end of the day, we're, we're just providing you with, uh, with the information you need to, to go out there and, and obviously do your own due diligence and, and research and make sure um, that you're verifying. But most of the time, it's going to be something like this. There's not, there's not an option with, with rates where they're currently at to be able to do a permanent buy down. Um, unless it's, you know, it's some kind of a, a portfolio or an in-house type deal, but yeah, I still don't see that. Uh, and those are, those are right really, now. really rare. I think right. that's where, where the general public and people that are, are house shopping, especially first time home buyers, they don't understand how rare that is. So, and I'm not knocking builders. I love builders. I've sold a lot of new homes. Um, and they're, they're just a great, great uh, part of the real estate sector. Uh, and plus without builders, we don't have new homes for people. But when you see these advertised interest rates by a builder, then like you said, get everything in writing and know what you're signing, know what that term actually is. It, it may be uh, a portfolio loan. It might be their own money. I know some spec builders, it's their own money. They're just doing seller finance and they're fine because they have to, to move the product. But Overall, what I've seen most of what the builders are doing is this two-one buy-down program, and they're one of the sellers that says, "Yes, we're going to help you as a buyer. We'll pitch in this money to give you a lower interest rate because you're paying this amount of money for the home. It's the same on resale. If we're paying this amount and the seller's willing to reduce their net in their pocket by two percent, I mean, think of these builders. Two percent is nothing when they're building thousands of, of homes every month across the country." So it's a yeah, great and at the end of the day, they still have a there's a carrying cost, right? So if, if it's on the, if they have a spec or something on the market, and it hasn't sold, they're, they're most likely borrowing money to, to, you know, finance that, that construction. And it's probably, it's probably more than 2%, right? So it, it'd probably be in their best interest to, you know, to um, take advantage of something like this and get that, get that property off their book. So. For sure. And there's, um, I mean, there, there's so much we can talk about in regards to builders and, or developers, builders, how they get their money, how they use their money, how the banks hold them accountable. They have certain time frames, or else they have a carrying cost, so on and so forth. Um, so if anyone has questions on that, leave a comment below if you're on YouTube or reach out to us. We'll answer those questions and let's truly help you get a solid game plan together financially and finding your home so that when it's time to pull the trigger, Every, all your ducks are in a row. Everything's lined up. We'll have more information next time we get together. Absolutely. Y'all have a good one. Hey, I want to sincerely thank you for watching our videos on YouTube and for listening to our podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, please feel free to subscribe 
and uh, you know, spread the word, get the word out there that we are giving boots on the ground information for people that want to know what's happening really in real estate. And if you're on YouTube, do us a favor, leave a comment below, let us know what questions you may have so we can answer them in our episodes. And on YouTube, also, if you wanna stay informed on what's happening in real estate, click that subscribe button and click the little bell so you're alerted every time we upload another episode of Real Estate Talk. Until next time, my friends, make it a great day.